Well, last week, the media were talking about something they don't normally talk about. Marriage. Well, more particularly, marriage statistics. Yet normally they don't want anything to do with antiquated, religious-based, traditional, old-school marriage. Who cares how many people get married? So, yes, dear. Let's talk about something far more constructive, like polygamy, or group marriage, or divorce, or... Or maybe sologamy, where you can marry yourself. Or, or maybe this one I saw in Australian newspapers when I was over there at the weekend. So what was it that got the media so excited about marriage rates? And what didn't they tell you? Let's check it out. You've probably already figured it out, eh? Here's the big news items at the end of last week. So firstly, from News Hub, a happy couple marking a 10-year anniversary, a decade after same-sex marriage became legal. Uh, from the Otago Daily Times, New Zealand notches decade of same-sex marriage. From the New Zealand Herald, and New Zealand's a popular destination for same-sex marriage, uh, a decade after a law change. And this one from Stuff. The first Aussie gay couple to wear to New Zealand return for the 10th anniversary. And StatsNZ also yelled it from the rooftops with a special media release. Over 4,000 same-sex marriages in New Zealand since becoming legal a decade ago. The media release said around 4,000 same-sex marriages have been registered to couples living in New Zealand since the Marriage Amendment Act came into effect. Figures released today by StatsNZ show... This marks the 10-year anniversary of the law change on 19th of October 2013. Well, accuracy should should matter to StatsNZ. It's not the Marriage Amendment Act. It's actually the Marriage Definition of Marriage Amendment Act. But, uh, hey, as, as we saw on a recent McBlog episode when they tried to massage figures of LGBT identification upwards to make them look better, StatsNZ aren't too worried about being technically correct. Uh, this is also the same StatsNZ who designed the census that you recently filled in with the fictional question line around your biological sex at birth being somehow different from your gender. StatsNZ are woke. But they're a government department, so are you surprised? But before that, and, and before that, StatsNZ said that the number of teenage women in New Zealand giving birth has more than halved over the last decade. That was a statistic. Why? Well, StatsNZ said it was because the decreasing number of um, teenage births was because of improved education and access to contraception. So all we need is more sex education and more condoms, apparently. Slight problem. That's not what the research shows at all. The reason for the drop is because sexual activity has dropped amongst teenagers. And in fact, contraception use has not improved. In fact, it's deteriorated. Once again, StatsNZ is moving out of the mathematical and statistical analysis into cultural messaging. But back to StatsNZ's latest media release, and there is then a little hint of what they didn't want to admit. So they just didn't. Reading from the media release, same-sex marriages made up just over 2% of all marriages to couples in New Zealand over the last decade. More female couples tie the knot each year than male couples. Between 19th of August 2013, when the law changed, and the end of 2022, end of last year, 
Around 2,700 female couples and 1,400 male couples who lived in New Zealand were legally married. Actually, that's about half the number of guys, so lesbian couples are two times more likely to get married than same-sex couples. Uh, and then there's some commentary that almost 60% of overseas same-sex couples coming to New Zealand to get married were from Australia. Uh, that was up until 2017 when they could then get legally married in Australia. So here's a key figure, 4,100 same-sex marriages. Now, here's a figure, Stats NZ and the media aren't that keen on giving you. It is this figure, 186,996. What's that figure? Well, that's how many marriages, one man, one woman, happened over the same period. 98% of all marriages. You were told about the 4,000, but you weren't told about the 186,996. Now, why is that? Okay, that's a rhetorical question. We know the answer. There simply isn't much of a demand for same-sex marriage. In fact, it's a tiny, tiny 2% versus 98% traditional marriage. Marriage continues to be one man, one woman. That's the norm. Uh, the, the media and Stats NZ who want to persuade you that your gender is different to your sex wanted to celebrate only one type of marriage and it's not the marriage in the true meaning of the word. It's a definition invented by activists and politicians which has rejected the obvious cultural and natural characteristics of marriage and the subsequent creation and care of children. Legalizing same-sex marriage was an act of cultural vandalism. But that's the only one the media and stats NZ want to shout about. Because it's not the one that God ordained. You get the picture now? Now, stats NZ, you know, they put out a yearly summary of marriage and divorce rates, but there's no celebration, interviews, and warm, fuzzy videos by the media. Same-sex marriage represents the new cultural religion being rammed down and that all must celebrate and bow down to. But we won't, eh? Because truth matters. But here's the real issue, though. Almost 187,000 marriages in the past decade is a good thing. But there is a disturbing trend which the media will never discuss. Uh, as you can see from this graph, in general, the number of marriages is generally continuing to decrease, plummet. There were still fewer marriages in 2022 than in the period before COVID-19 impacted New Zealand. You can see that big dip there during COVID and then it's sort of recovering. But if you look at the general marriage rate, uh, down the bottom there, it's around 9.3 marriages per 1,000 people uh, aged over 16. And this is about one-fifth of the 1971 peak up the top there, when the rate was 45.5. So you can see on the graph um, that it has dropped from 45 per 1,000 down to 9. That's a massive drop. You know, and we should be concerned that marriage rates are at an, a shocking all-time low. The weakening of marriage is one of the most important social issues we are facing. The statistics are clear on marriage. Children being raised by their married biological parents 
are by far the safest from violence, from abuse, from prison, from poverty. The adults also benefit. Families benefit. There is nothing better for a child to know than that the two adults who created them are also committed to each other and to that child for life. But whenever marriage is promoted, it's often been labelled as an attack on solo or divorced parents who need to be acknowledged, who need to be supported, and who do it tough. They know that. But that's kept us from recognising the qualitative benefits of marriage, which have been discovered from decades of research. In virtually every category that social science has measured, children and adults do better when parents get married and stay married, provided there is no presence of high conflict or violence. It's not a criticism of solo parents, it simply acknowledges the benefits of the institution of marriage. You know, marriage isn't perfect because it involves humans, but its creation and design and purpose was perfect, and we ignore its benefits at our peril. It's time we promoted and shouted about the best model possible. (laughs) 